Hello and welcome to the Investing on the Go podcast. I'm James Yardley and I'm joined today by David Walton, the fund manager for the elite rated Marlborough European Multicap Fund. David, thanks for joining us today. Hi, James. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. David, what's been the secret to your success and what do you do differently compared to other funds? Well, the whole point really is, is to invest in less well-known companies, which other funds do not hold. And therefore, as they grow, the fund can benefit from those shares being discovered by other investors and getting a re-rating. And therefore, the fund will actually make more money compared to other funds because we're buying these companies at an earlier stage in, in the sort of discovery process, really. And are these typically newer companies which have you know, IPO'd relatively recently, or are these older companies which maybe have gone through a transformational event or something? We, typically, we're looking just for companies which are well-managed and which can expand their business. So it can be an IPO. We have bought IPOs, but we tend not to. Typically, it's simply just a, a good company that is just not that well-known. And therefore, I think that the key thing is that it should be a good company with profitable growth. What we tend to avoid are companies where you know, the business is not yet profitable or the management is trying to prove the business concepts. And you do see some of these features in, in IPOs. So those ones we wouldn't go for. It's really all about simply buying a company which can grow further, which is already profitable with a good management team. And the thing is, in Europe, there are so many companies out there in listed markets, over 3,000 companies, that there really is a, a very rich sort of you know, ground there for us to find these ideas. Brilliant. And your top 10 um, holdings are dominated by com- uh, companies from Sweden and Italy. What is it about those uh, countries which you particularly like? In the case of Sweden, obviously, we are stock pickers first and foremost, but we found that in Sweden, because of the relatively small population of Sweden, 10 million people, companies there that are doing well run out of room in their domestic markets earlier than they would in France or Germany, and therefore have to look beyond the borders to expand internationally good example there is the Swedish telecom software company, Enea, which the fund first bought in 2015, which is now a global telecom software company and still is only covered by four local analysts, which illustrates the mismatch between the profile of the fund's holdings, which is really quite high in some industries. But on the other hand, they're still really not well covered by any of the big banks in, in, in Europe. That's very interesting. And, and Italy, what, what do you see in Italy which you like? In Italy, again, we found some excellently managed companies there because part of our process really is to look at a company management. That is absolutely key. If the management is poor, it doesn't matter where the company is from, it'll do poorly. Conversely, if it's got a good management team, it can be in a difficult country like Italy with difficult politics. But if the company's business model is sound, it can expand successfully. And in fact, in Italy, we found at certain times, because of the politics, the market there has been penalized and investors have put equities onto a discount compared to other European countries, which is unfair given the quality of the companies. One of the fund's large holdings is a company called Sesa, which is Italian, which is selling cloud software in Italy and really 
riding that wave of companies transforming their business models from you know, uh, physical retailers moving online, from companies moving their employees to work from home, moving from mainframe software to cloud software. So, and those trends are universal, including Italy. Yes, absolutely. And are there any other countries or, or industries where you're seeing particularly good value at the moment? Yeah, I think, I mean, across the board, we, we find good value because as I, said, as I said at the start, we are looking for less well-known companies, which other investors haven't really discovered yet. So in that respect, we're looking at across the whole of the continent. And it's worth saying that, particularly at the smaller end of the market cap range, there really are very few analysts from, from banks covering these companies compared with the UK or the US. So in Europe, you've got an average of one analyst covering companies with market caps of 50 million pounds. Whereas in the UK, typically you'd have four or five analysts covering a similar size company. So therefore, that means that there are really you know, a vast number of companies in Europe which are still not that well known by investors, often quite cheaply valued. And if we can do our homework correctly and identify those companies which have got a good growth potential, then the fund can do well. Yes, I mean, that's always been one of the differentiating features of your fund is your willingness to go right down the market cap spectrum to the, the smallest companies. Are you still able to do that at the moment um, as the fund's grown in, in size? Um, what sort of rough percentage is in, in the sort of small cap end at the moment? Yeah, we've still got uh, about uh, 70% of the fund is invested in, in companies uh, with market caps of below £5 billion. Pounds. And in fact, looking at companies below £1 billion, pounds, you're talking about over half the funds is invested in companies below £1 billion pounds market cap. So we've got really quite a lot more invested in, in, in those smaller companies compared with most of our competitors. And I think you mentioned previously that M&A activity is, is sort of picking up. Um, across Europe. Are you still seeing that um, at the moment? Do you expect that to accelerate? And particularly, I guess, some of the smaller companies are potential takeout targets. That's right. We are seeing that. There are a number of bids which are happening at the smaller end. And the fund itself has had three companies bid for this year after five last year. And so obviously, the fund gets a benefit if a holding is bid for. But equally, it's worth saying that Many of the funds' holdings themselves are, are now making acquisitions, often smaller bolt-on acquisitions, which can actually be quite accretive to earnings and give the share price a nice push-up as well. So, for example, the you know the French company Thermador, which we hold in the funds, that makes a number of small bolt-on acquisitions each year, and that helps its, its EPS growth to keep on uh, you know on a, on a fairly Good track. Now, Europe's had quite a good run this year so far already. Um, so why should investors still consider investing in Europe today? I think really when talking about this fund, it's, it's because there's still a vast number of companies which are not well known, not really that well covered by analysts. Europe at the small cap end of the range is very much still a developing market in terms of equity market terms compared to the UK or, or, or the US. And the fund which we 
manage here is focus really on those types of less well-known smaller companies, albeit with with a few with with some mid and large caps as well. So we're really taking advantage of this underdeveloped nature of the the European equity markets with our strategy. Great. Well, that's very interesting. Thank you very much for joining us today, David. Thank you, James. And if you'd like to learn more about the Marlborough European Multicap Fund, please visit fundcaliber.com. And please also remember to subscribe to the Investing on the Go podcast. Please remember we've been discussing individual companies to bring investing to life for you. It's not a recommendation to buy or sell. The fund may or may not still hold these companies at your time of listening.